0: Hello there and welcome again. I didn't expect to do a second um, podcast today, but um, there is a special issue, it's number 66, that I really want to talk about and it is Pedophiles on the Rise. And I know I haven't done any special issues for quite a while, but When I saw and read this article that was published by Till Reimer Stoll today in Die Welt, I simply had to share this with you. And honestly, every time I believe nothing can surprise or upset me anymore, they prove me so terribly wrong. And the pedophiles are truly on the rise. And even thinking about what is suggested in this article is horrifying and sickening and I weep for our children. And for everyone who speaks German and understands German, um, I have added the original article from today Sexualkunde in Kita und Schule. And of course, for everybody else, here is the English translation Sexual education in daycare centres and schools, where men bear babies and man and woman are taboo. Whether masturbation rooms and daycare centers or advertising for gender reassignment in schools, a small gender policy revolution has taken place in the federal states. At the forefront, North Rhine-Westphalia, only one party protests against men giving birth and parents have a say. Children should be able to withdraw into a protected space to discover and satisfy themselves physically. This is the conviction of a daycare centre in Kerpen. In their sexual education concept, they state that the daycare centre offers children free space to try out their childlike sexuality. Masturbation is something normal. Allowing masturbation in daycare centers is of great importance. In a day center in Rheinberg, Dr. Games are also prepared in adjoining rooms, but with rules for the little ones. They carefully choose the child who plays along, and beforehand, it is explained to the children that no objects are inserted into body orifices, well, genitals, according to their concept, which was recently made public by the AFD. Should such concepts be tolerated or banned? There are different views on this nationwide. Almost identical incidents were reported shortly before from, daycare cent- from a daycare centre in Hanover. The State Youth Welfare Office and the State of Lower Saxony then put a stop to this practice. In NRW, the view is somewhat different. When asked how the Green-led Children's Ministry in NRW assessed the handling of masturbation in two daycare centres, it replied that sexual behaviour by children could not be prevented. The ministry emphasises that Separate rooms solely for sexual self-exploration and daycare centres are not provided for. However, the ministry does not want to contact the two daycare centres. The underestimated veto power of parents. In terms of sex education and gender theory, daycare centres and schools in NRW have opened up widely for a very liberal course, which is currently also supported by many sex educators. But this change is mainly taking place only in theory. It is hardly ever put into practice. For one thing, parents have a right to have a say in questions of sex education practice in daycare centers and schools. For example, the NRW educational principles for the 11,000 daycare centers state that because of the different Cultural, religious, and family ideas, the subject of the body and sexuality must be dealt with, with the involvement of parents. On the other hand, practice-oriented inspectors of the state youth welfare offices are more cautious than theory-loving authors of sexual education concepts. This is also confirmed by the Children's Ministry. Although it does not want to do anything against daycare concepts that recommend sexual exploration rooms, it makes it clear that the state youth welfare offices would not allow such rooms in NRW either. This sounds contradictory, but it means many wild ideas may appear in concepts, but not in reality. There is eager debate throughout Germany about whether, like the Federal Centre for Health Education, one should plead for nursery doctor games because child and adult sexuality cannot be equated, or whether, like the psychotherapist Christian Spemann, one should warn that assaults by children on children happen so quickly that nursery school teachers are usually too late. There are even passionate arguments about these issues, but the dispute does not yet have too much to do with everyday practice. Think about the possibility that trans men can also have children. This discrepancy between expansive theory and moderate practice is also evident in a handout for daycare educations from 2022 called Queer in the Daycare. It comes from the Queer Network NRW, which is financially supported by the state. The state has also promoted the guide among other things, uh, promoted the guide. Among other things, it gives daycare educators literature tips on the question of how offspring are formed. Avoid books that talk about man and woman is one piece of advice. The guide does not address the question of what would then remain of world's children's literature. Think about the possibility that trans men and inter people can also have children, the guidebook further recommends. The prerequisite for having a child is not to be a woman, but to have a uterus and ovaries. Men can do that too. The vast majority of human biologists refer to people with a uterus, ovaries, and two X chromosomes as women, apart from the tiny group of intersexuals formerly called hermaphrodites. In this respect, the thesis that men can bear children is scientifically very vulnerable. But trans activists argue that a biological woman is a man if the person in question feels like one, ovaries or not. Only the AFD party protests against birthing men. In fact, however, it should be rare for nursery school teachers to tell children about men giving birth because they fear the reaction of some parents who have to be involved in such matters. The head of the daycare association confirmed this to this newspaper. He wants to remain anonymous because as a daycare centre, you can only lose on this issue. It is also striking while CDU-led states such as Bavaria or CDU state associations such as Hamburg are far more critical of the male birth thesis, the NRW-CDU follows the line of its Green Coalition partner. The only protest in NRW comes from the AFD party. Their family politician, Zacharias Shalai, sounds like many CSU uh, politicians, even in his choice of words when he warns that children are already being indoctrinated with with the woke ideology. One should let children be children. Promoting gender reassignment. In schools, too, the theory on gender issues is now very clear. This is exemplified by the teaching material for teachers from the School of Diversity. This network, with the aim of promoting the acceptance of gender and sexual diversity in the school system, is subsidized and advertised by the Ministry of Education. In its examples of lessons and projects, there are 12 case studies on the topic of trans-transgender. In them, Young trans people report on their development, such as 13-year-olds who already take puberty blockers want to have an operation and sigh that they will have to wait a long time, until 18. What all the case studies have in common is that they present their gender reassignment, whether surgical or not, as an increase in their quality of life, in none of the examples do young people change, sex take, blockers have surgery and regret it. In reality, there are more and more reports of trans misdiagnoses and people who mourn having had breasts or genitals ch- surgically removed. In more and more EU countries, access to blockers or gender reassignment surgery has therefore been made more difficult again for young people in recent years. CDU Ministry of Education intervenes. When asked how the Ministry of Education assessed this teaching material, the CDU-led ministry affirmed that it attaches importance to the topic, being treated in an appropriately differentiated manner and in accordance with the current state of scientific knowledge. Therefore, The Ministry is in dialogue with the programme organisers of School of Diversity in order to check whether the teaching material published in 2018 corresponds to the current state or requires updating. On top of that, a random sample of this newspaper already discovered a textbook in February that dilutes the definition of gender, which is largely undisputed among biologists. The textbook Nature and Technology for grades 7 to 10 presents the path to physical gender adaptation in such a way that gender appears as a choice, not only in its social, but also in its biological dimension. Each school decides for itself on the choice of textbooks. But even this material is unlikely to be used in practice. The NRW guidelines for sex education state that teachers are obliged to show special tolerance and consideration for different religious and ideological convictions and different values. So where parents intervene, supposedly progressive theory quickly reaches its limit. So this was the article I read today. And now read to you. And I wrote about the sex, sexualization of our children in special issue sixty one, child abuse regulated by law, which you can reread here. And it seems to be getting worse. I know this article in The Uveld states that a lot of theor- that this is it is a lot of theory, and that parents have the right to intervene. But quite frankly, I'm not so sure about that. At the end of the day the agenda of these pedophiles that even come up with these ideas and how perverse must you be will do literally anything to push it onto innocent children and scarring them for life. Haven't children suffered enough during the pandemic? I must admit that I am very much relieved that I do not have small children anymore. And if I did... I am not sure what I would be capable of doing to people who try to rob them of their innocence and childhood. And if you are a parent of school-aged children or younger, please protect them with all you have and keep them safe from these horrors. They have to grow up soon enough. As my song of the day, I chose the song by Porter Shed simply because I believe she has one of the most vulnerable voices I know, and our children are even more vulnerable. So here's Portishead with Undenied, and of course this song has also been added to the Spotify playlist, which is one click away, like it, share it, or just listen to some good music. And as my poem of the day, I chose one by, by John Clare, who lived from 1793 to 18. 64, in which he emphasizes that moment we first fall in love with someone also represents a loss of innocence, and in one sense, a loss of part of ourselves. And the loss of innocence should not happen in a masturbation room of a daycare center. So here's John Clare's poem, First Love of I ne'er was struck before that hour with love so sudden and so sweet. Her face had bloomed like a sweet flower and stole my heart away complete. My face turned pale as deadly pale, my legs refused to walk away. And when she looked, what could I ail? My life and all seemed turned to clay. And then my blood rushed to my face and took my eyesight quite away. The trees and bushes round the place seemed midnight at noonday. I could not see a single thing. Words from my eyes did start. They spoke as chords do from the string and blood burned round my heart. Are flowers the winter's choice? Is love's bed always snow? She seemed to hear my silent voice, not love's appeals to know. I never saw so sweet a face as that I stood before. My heart has left its dwelling place and can return no more. And as an impression, well, on a happier note, I made a new friend yesterday and it was absolutely lovely. So would you, would you want your children, grandchildren, nieces and nephews to be confronted with masturbation rooms and daycare centers? Let me know your thoughts in the comments or just send me a message. As always, I really love to hear from you. Wishing you a wonderful day. Yours. Tanja.